My name is Andres de los Santos, and this is Why Do You Write? So on the last episode of Why Do You Write, we got to interview my friend Ryan. Ryan is a sports writer for The Barometer, and <laughs> that's, that man does so many wonders with writing, and he's very well respected in the Oregon State community. Now, for today's episode, I'm going to throw you guys a little bit of a curveball. I'm interviewing my friend Maddie. Now, Maddie's not a writer. In fact, she's a photographer. Now, at first, I was kind of hesitant on inviting her to the podcast because I wanted this podcast to be mainly about writing and storytelling, but I figured, hey, one, it's my podcast, and two, there is just as much storytelling in a photo as there is in writing. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation I have with Maddie. All right, Maddie, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, just want to say, I want to say first, you are the first photographer to be on this podcast. I feel honored. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I, we were in the bullpen doing work and I was like, man, you want to be on the podcast? So um, I figured I could, I could just change the questions a little bit um, to make it more photograph, photo, phot- photographic questions. Is that a word? Photographic questions? More photography. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but first things first, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I just finished my classes for the day, and Ooh. I was just going to hang out up here until my meeting. So this works out really well. <laughs> this works out perfect. Boom. All very right. spontaneous. That's how I roll. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. But thank you for coming on. It really means a lot. Thank you for having me. So, Maddie, obviously, I know who you are, but our listeners, they have no idea who this voice is. So mm-hmm. for our listeners, can you say your name, your pronouns, your position at OMN, and how long you've been here? Okay. My name is... Madison Taylor. That's my photography name, but I go by Maddie if you're my friend. Um, Pronouns are she, her. I am a photographer for the photo team here at OMN, and then I'm also the creative photo lead. It's a position. It's a position. It's it's for the creative team. Mm -hmm. It's mostly like event photography and a lot of photography based up in the bullpen of just other people who work here. Right. And how long have you been here? I've been here for about a year now. Okay, wow. So yeah. like a little, a little over a year. Cool, yep. cool. So um, I want to preface this by saying that even though like this podcast is about writing, I feel like photography itself has like it tells a story mm-hmm. as well, which is really cool. Pictures worth a thousand words. Pictures are worth a thousand words. So <laughs> you got it right there. So let me ask you this. When you think of the word photography, what are three words that come to mind? I would say creativity. Creativity. Memory or memories. Okay. And I would, I'm going to go with moments also. Moments. Okay. So creativity, memories, and moments. moments. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It's interesting. Like, nice, like, variety mm-hmm. of, like, of photographic words, mm-hmm. of words to describe photography. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a photographer myself, so I have no idea. Um, so, but what got you, like, into photography? How long, how long have you been doing it? Um, Growing up, I feel like I did more video. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when I was a, a young kid, I definitely forced my siblings just to like dress up and make silly videos, which then <laughs> translated into me doing crazy makeup on my sister and having her model for me. Oh, wow. Um, I randomly took a multimedia class in high school. It was my sophomore year. I just needed an elective and mm-hmm. I heard that it was more photography based. So Ooh. I was somewhat interested. It ended up not being as photography based as I <laughs> liked, but there was a dog. Um, what is it called? It was an event at the dog park. Like a, they did different things, like when they uh, do the competitions where they jump in the water. Oh, it's um, like a like a dog Olympic course. Yeah, something like thing? that. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was called Bark in the Park, and I Ooh. had the opportunity to take photos for it. Mm-hmm. And if you signed up to do it, you got to take the camera home with you for the weekend. Oh. So that was that was my selling okay. point of why I wanted to do it. 
Um, and I totally messed around with the camera and just took photos of my sister in the backyard <laughs> and just seeing the quality, mm-hmm. I fell in love and I immediately started saving up for my first camera. So what was your first camera? My first camera was a Canon T3. It's oh, like wow. a $300 kit. It came with two like base lenses mm-hmm. and a bag. And I used that camera for like five years. Oh, wow. So like yeah. you were I, like, you stuck to it. I should have upgraded sooner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just really cheap. And if it's not broken, I don't fix it. So I just stuck with it. But once I got the camera, I started just bringing it everywhere and taking photos of like my friends mm-hmm. when we went on trips yeah. and stuff like that, which then slowly translated into um, senior photos for COVID. So oh, okay. I graduated high school right before COVID hit. But all of the people following me didn't get a graduation. They didn't have a prom in person. So I started reaching out to those kids that I had known, Mm -hmm. asking, did you already buy your prom dress? Do you want photos in it at least? Um, Like your graduation's coming up. Do you have your cap and gown? Let's go to the school and like get you something. Yeah, it's something, yeah. Which goes back to like the memories, like just capturing that. Um, So that's how I got into it. And then when I moved up to Oregon... I was still kind of finding my place, I would say like fall term. And I think it was winter when I discovered the OMN position just mm-hmm. through the website. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I just like looked up OMN photography website, like, positions. Like the general job website? or the I think website? the Oregon State job website. Oh, wow, okay. I think I just looked up photographer. And boom. And I saw the OMN one and I did my interview over Zoom. <laughs> um, and who, I remember that. Who interviewed you? Do you remember? It was Jacob. Oh, Jacob. And uh, <laughs> he was telling me that. He wasn't the photo lead like right away. Yeah, it was someone else and mm-hmm. he had to step up to the position. Yeah. And when he was interviewing me, he told me that they didn't really have spots to accept people on. So yeah. I was a little confused why we were having an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, but by the end of the interview um, and he was telling me he really liked me and he was conflicted because he wanted to bring me onto the team, but he didn't want too many people on the team at the same time. Right. And uh, by the end of it, his words, and I quote, he said, you're hired. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, we got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, what a, what a story. Okay, so glad you're here now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so you've been photographed. So you started with video. Mm-hmm. Do you still like mess around and do video every now and yes. then? Yes. Every time my family goes on a vacation, there's a video that goes along with mm-hmm. it of just like some cinematic shots and then some just us being stupid. Uh-huh. Um. And I've done it. I want to get into it more. I feel yeah. like I, I've kind of been thrown into photography and I've been growing and experimenting with that so much, which is mm-hmm. great. But it has made me fall back and not do as much video. Right. Um, which is definitely something I want to explore more. OK. So like most of the videos of like um, mm-hmm. most like family stuff. Your photos, though, you, you have a wide variety of photos because you yes. shoot. So like I've seen your photos and I think they're really amazing. So you Thank shoot you. like you shoot like house shows you mm-hmm. shoot like portraits you shoot sports mm-hmm. like if there's if there's an opportunity to do photo you're there yes so it's like you have like a nice like variety of like photos though definitely but like what do you like to photograph the most i think the reason why i have such a variety with my photography is because i don't have a specific oh i like portraits or i like landscape mm-hmm. my the biggest thing for me with photography is I love capturing a moment for someone doing something they love or like friends interacting. Like yeah. it's just that moment and that memory for them to hold on to. So if it's sports, I love that I'm capturing this like perfect layup that they now can like always look back at that yeah. photo and remember. Mm-hmm. Or in music, 
you know, they can look back and they remember the exact show. They remember the song they were playing. Mm -hmm. They remember exactly how they felt in that picture. So I think that's why I can kind of just live vicariously through their energy in the photo. It doesn't necessarily have to be something I'm personally interested in. I am interested in sports and music a lot. So I think those two are the ones Mm -hmm. I gravitate to the most, especially through the school. Right. Because we have the most opportunity with that. Definitely. Um, But yeah, anything that can just capture a moment for someone that they can hold on to Mm -hmm. is just like, that means the most. That's interesting because like, I think you're the first person I've ever heard. Like, I ask photographers like, why they shoot? Why they shoot? Why do you take photos? Mm-hmm. I think you're the first person to say that you live like you live vicariously yes. through people, which is so interesting because you don't think about it. So like, you're so right though, because like, because like I, I can imagine like like a picture of like let's say like a basketball star with the layup, a game winning layup, mm-hmm. and he's like screaming to the crowd, yes. like flexing. That's such a cool moment to have, like for you to shoot that mm-hmm. and for him to have, because like. I'm a firm believer in it. Like every photo, there's a story. You kind of touched on this a little bit too. Yes. Every photo, there's a story. And it's like, you have to, you're telling the story with the photo. So, mm-hmm. like, I think that's so cool. It's like you live, you live vicariously through like each photo you take. Cause, like, yeah. You don't think about it like that, but it's such a cool experience at a cool moment where it's like you're living through them, which is interesting. And it's really cool to bring, like, so I, I actually played the drums growing up. What? Yeah, I was a drummer. I performed in some shows. Okay. So it's really cool when you bring your personal interests to it. Um, and that's something that's really cool that's been noticed through the music scene is drummers are always in low light. They're always in the back Those corner the back. of the stage. Mm-hmm. They're just not as appreciated, I would say. And mm-hmm. they're harder to take photos of. And so when I started taking pictures for the the music scene, one of my big things was which kind of just comes naturally to me. I'm like, fairness. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're the the main star on the basketball team or if you're like the new, like just off the bench right. freshman who gets in a game. That game is so important to them. Of course, yeah. Or yeah, just everyone playing in a band has a contribution. And so I would always get a pretty even amount of the guitar player, the bass player, the drummer, the singer. It's easy to be like enticed and drawn to just watching the singer the whole time because they're the performer especially if they're not playing an instrument yeah they have to put on a show so Mm -hmm. that's where you're drawn but because i played drums i knew that like that was also a very important part of just the song itself and so i really made a point to make sure that they got some good photos too and that was something that was noticed where people were like you always include the drummer and you always include everybody in the band. Mm -hmm. And it was something I didn't know people weren't being included in. And like I said, it's hard if you don't know, but Mm -hmm. coming with different hobbies that you've grown up with and you just kind of have a different perspective, something that's really cool. And I think that's what makes people's photography different as well as you have an eye for different things. That's true. Yeah. Cause honestly you bring up a good point. I never would have guessed that. Cause like, um, like I, I played, what did I play growing up? I played the clarinet growing up, mm-hmm. obviously. So, like, if there's a clarinet in a band... You're, you're going to be gonna, paying attention yeah, more. Yeah, which makes sense because, like, you play drums, which yeah. makes total sense. And I never thought about the fact that, I guess, the main singer gets photographed more because mm-hmm. they're putting on more of a show. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I think it's cool that you put, like, an emphasis on making sure everybody's included. Yeah. Which is, like, hats off to you because I feel like <laughs> a lot of people appreciate that. Yeah. But um, that's, such, that's so interesting. Um. So let's talk about the music scene for a little bit. Okay. So the music scene, like you talk about the music scene. Can you like go into detail, like what that entails actually? Yeah. Like photographing it or just being a part of it in general? We'll do both. We'll do both. Okay. So I actually didn't know the music scene existed until like January of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty funny story of how I got into it. <laughs> please I tell, please went, tell. <laughs> I went to brunch with my friend who was visiting me okay. downtown 
Um, we're not going to disclose where. Okay. <laughs> and I walked in, and the guy who seated us, I was like, he's from California. Skater boy, like, I know the vibes. You just got that vibe. I was like, I'm from California. Mm-hmm. I can spot it out. <laughs> And he seated us. He complimented my corduroy Dickies pants that I had on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, thank you. And before we left, I decided I'm going to leave my Instagram on a napkin for him. Yeah. So we, I left the Instagram on the napkin and we left. And he ended up following me on Instagram and he was in a band. And I didn't know that that was a thing. Was I didn't know thing. there were bands in the area. Uh-huh. So I ended up going to one of their shows and it was incredible it was a house show really? we were like stuffed in a basement i brought my roommate with me she absolutely hated it <laughs> but you were so it was drawn not to her it. vibe but i was like that was the first time being in corvallis that where i was like i found my people mm. this is like my music taste like these are this is my group this, this is, is where people. i belong okay and so then that same band posted on instagram that they needed a photographer for playing at bombs way oh okay i was not 21 Oh. <laughs> and so I saw that and I was like, that sucks, but uh-huh. I can't do it. Right. And I sat on it for like another two hours and I decided, let me just try. Yeah. And so I reached out to them and I said, I'm not 21, but I would love to take photos for you guys. Mm-hmm. And they talked to bombs away and they got me in and oh, I took what? photos. They just put X's on my wrist oh, and like, I was like, able to be in the bar okay. and take the photos. You just couldn't drink. Yes, okay. exactly. Makes sense. Which also was awesome because then I had an in so every show that was at bombs away the bouncer knew me and he would let me in and take photos for all these bands Uh so that's how I started kicking it up okay so at that first show at bombs away I met someone who runs house shows and throws music festivals in the area Mm -hmm. and he just saw me with my camera didn't even like know if I was good or not and asked for my number to take photos at his house show which was the next weekend so they really didn't have any photographers Mm -hmm. because we were coming out of COVID so the music scene itself was just trying to come back back up Mm -hmm. so I went to the house show the next weekend Mm -hmm. at that house show I met someone who was in a band who said hey we have a show next weekend and so it was like a spiral from there just like one after the other after the other it was nonstop every weekend (laughs) house shows um events like at the school Mm -hmm. music festivals so that's how I got into it. And it's just so cool. Like <laughs> I get to be a part of the crowd mm-hmm. and I get to dance and enjoy the music. But you also get to create a relationship with the band. Yeah. And that was a cool thing as as I went on, like all of these people in these bands have become my friends and I oh. hang out with them outside of the shows as well. Mm-hmm. And then you get to know their personality and you get to know their songs. And so yeah. I'm like, OK, here comes this person's guitar solo and the drummer is about to go crazy on this fill because it's coming to the end of the bridge and we're about to hit the chorus again. Like mm-hmm. things like that where I know, okay, this is so-and-so's favorite part of the song. They're about to go crazy. Yeah. Where then I could start anticipating shots and knowing who you to like, focus no. on when, okay. which is really cool. That is so, yeah. wow. That is so interesting. So like literally like one gig after the other, yes. after the other. And it started because I left my Instagram on a napkin for a boy at a, at a brunch place. <laughs> what? Well, actually, so you know, shoot your shot. We all start somewhere. Yeah. Did (laughs) that work out with him? No. But do we care? No. But we don't don't care because yeah, look at you now. Butterfly effect. You're like they're like the photographer butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's so cool because like because I've seen like I think I got to know who you were because I've seen um I've seen people like like repost your Mm -hmm. like. Photos. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Madison Taylor for that. I'm like, oh, I know Maddie. Like, hey. But. That was insane. Actually, was mm-hmm. I started to run into people at shows, mm-hmm. and they would see me holding a camera, and they would start talking to me, and they're like, oh my god, are you Madison Taylor? <laughs> and when people started recognizing me for my photos, uh-huh. 
it, that was crazy. I was working at my apartment one day and this person was just kind of like talking to me and I brought up the music scene and they asked how I got into it. And I said, I take photos and they wanted to follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And when uh, I put my account in their phone, he was like, oh, I've seen your photos on my search page. Yeah, so, And yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how much my photos were how circulating. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's so cool. Like seeing it grow. Yeah. You know, because like. We'll tie back to we'll tie back into what you said earlier, like the story mm -hmm. those those music scenes tell, like those music photos tell, and it's cool because you bring up a good point where the music scene, like we had, we had COVID, so it was dying mm -hmm. down a little bit. So like all these bands are starting to like get back up and do more shows, and like yeah. any exposure they get is like good exposure, hundred percent. So I think what you're doing is like you're doing like them a service by giving you like it's hand in hand. You're getting more photography practice and doing good mm -hmm. photography practice, and like you're like the bands are like grateful and appreciative of the photos you take, mm -hmm. and it's like. It's just so cool. Like the photo, I, I gotta, I gotta reiterate. The photos are so cool that you take. Cause it's just like, cause I mean, I'm a, I'm a self-taught photographer. Mm -hmm. So like every photo Me I too. take is blur. Yeah, exactly. But yours went better than mine. <laughs> well, just practice. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, all it takes. You just keep doing it. So like I recently, sh I shot photos for the wrestling meet. Like for fun and mm -hmm. like like first couple of photos are blurry, but it's okay. like yeah, it's okay. But All like, of them don't turn out. Yeah, yeah. I still delete quite a few. Yeah, I deleted a couple, <laughs> but like I think it's cool. Just like, I'm trigger happy with my oh, my so camera. It's digital, it's so you don't have to. You can take as many as you want. <laughs> See, mine's not digital. People blink. You know, you gotta take <laughs> you you gotta take a lot. <laughs> so let's 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 go like let's go day by day. So let's say you have a house show, mm -hmm. you take photos. How many photos on average do you think you take? If it's four, let's say like three bands play that night. Uh -huh. I would probably come home with like six to 800 photos. Oh, wow. Yeah. So about, I take about, a lot. 200, about 200 each band. Yeah. Roughly. I take... I take a couple hundred, even if it's a portrait session, like mm -hmm. whatever it is, I definitely, I wouldn't even call it overshooting because I don't think that's possible mm -hmm. because like I said, people blink yeah. or yes, this person's playing the guitar, but later they get more into it. Yeah. I, I typically never shoot the first song that a band plays. Really? Yeah. So you wait a little bit. Yes. Okay. I, when I first started, I was just always shooting. Yeah, of course. But now I've I've realized you got to let the crowd get into it. You mm -hmm. have to let the band get warmed up. And by like the middle to the end is when the guitar player is going to start shaking his head uh -huh. and head banging and going crazy. Right. And the drummer is going to be sweating. And like, <laughs> yeah. So, so you're telling me that you take about 200 photos of a band midway through their set? Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's insane. Cause and I end up, <laughs> I would say... I. If I take a couple hundred, the whoever I'm taking the photos for gets about half of those mm -hmm. because there's so many factors that go into it. And mm -hmm. some of them are still fine, but some of them are too similar. And so yeah. then you look into like, okay, what, you know? Yeah. Do you run into that problem often? Like, do you run into the problem where it's like these photos are, are really similar? So you like, how do you like balance that out? Um. So I think it's a good, sometimes it's a good thing, especially when I'm taking portraits of somebody, mm -hmm. your smile is different. If I if I had photos taken of me and there were 20, maybe I'll like three of my smile yeah. and I'll think, you know what, this isn't my smile in mm -hmm. this one or I'm blinking weird in this one. You know yourself better. But as the photographer who's editing the photos, I think they all look fine. Right. Because you're your biggest like you're judgment, your biggest, you know, yeah, your biggest critic. Yes, exactly. Yes. So I think it's somewhat of a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I will typically only delete the photos that I genuinely think are bad, like too blurry or like. I didn't have the settings correct or mm -hmm. something, but if it's a good photo, I edit it 
and I send it to them and right. I let them make the decision. Right. Um, I would say more recently, since it's been almost a year now that I've been taking photos, shooting the same band at the same venues started to get like if I was at bombs away for a few weekends in a row Mm -hmm. and I had already shot those bands there, it's the same lighting. It doesn't change. So I definitely started to hit a point where I was like, I have my preset that I created for bombs away. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the same photos. Like it looks the same. mm -hmm. It's the same bands I've already seen. Yeah. And not to say it's not still a good time, but it's less exciting when you have less variety when you're editing. Totally. Like switching it up. Um, but, I mean, because I've been in the scene, I've met bands from Eugene and bands from Portland. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of switches it up, too. Yeah. And if they switch up their, you know, their set list or something like that, it would get more exciting as well. Um, I think something a lot of music photographers don't appreciate enough is the crowd also. Oh, I yeah, the crowd. love taking photos of the crowd. Like crowd shots? Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, especially at house shows, people will interact with the camera more and you can and then friends see you taking pictures of other people and they're like, mm-hmm. Can you take our picture? Uh-huh. And then people get on each other's shoulders and you get some fun, <laughs> some fun ones like that as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that ties back into um memories. Yes. Yeah. Memories. Yep. That's a crazy thing that I have not been able to wrap my head around yet is like these bands whether it's just a college band or they like end up taking off mm-hmm. my photos are going to be the ones they like show their kids when they're like, that I was in a so band true. in college yeah, and then they show this sick photo of like 20 year old them uh-huh. playing guitar or whatever it is. Like how crazy is that? That is sick. I think that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> when people are like, this was me in college at parties at these house shows and it's, and it's just my photo. That's insane. <laughs> that's a good one to think about. So, um, how does <laughs> we talk a lot about the the music scene? Yeah, we did. <laughs> How does your your work at the music scene kind of translate to work at OMN as well? Um, I think the music scene was a big learning curve mm-hmm. because low lighting is so. Oh, yeah. I had never shot that much in low lighting mm-hmm. before, and um, I don't think a lot of people have, oh, and that's why so. people kind of were shying away from it. And there weren't a lot of photographers. There's more now, yeah, um, for sure, which is awesome. But I think that was, um, it finally like pushed me in photography. I felt like I was kind of hitting a spot where I was like, yeah, I keep doing portraits for friends and for grad photos, but I want to do something more. Mm -hmm. And so the music scene kind of threw me off the deep end in like trying new things. And then that translated into me finding like the OMN job and realizing I want to do more with it. Right. And coming to OMN, it's, there are so many different things you can shoot. I did basketball for the first time and loved it. Right. And you do a lot of things like for the more photojournalism for the newspaper and Mm -hmm. stuff. It's different every time. I bet. It could be a portrait of a business owner or Mm -hmm. it could be a building, which building photography, like architecture can be really cool, actually. Really? And that's like my biggest thing that I'm thankful for, for OMN is I've really been pushed out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and I've gotten assignments where when you first get it, you think, okay, a building downtown. It's like, really? Like, all right, I'm just going to go do this really quick and get paid, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you go do it and you're editing the photos and you get excited about how they're turning out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I think sometimes you get stuck in what you're taking photos of and what you like to take photos of. And then you forget like the whole world, any, a tree you can get excited about. And you kind of take it for granted if it's the same tree you walk by every single day to class. Mm-hmm. And then for 
oh, man, we get an assignment of something specific on campus and then you go do it. And it kind of just I think that's what keeps you from burnout. Yeah. Is all this variety and like reminding you that there are so many things to be excited about and so many new things to try that uh-huh. you just don't have to get stuck in one lane. Oh, that's that's so fa- wow. This is so fascinating. <laughs> love, this, love this conversation. <laughs> so was your first photo assignment for Omen a building? It was. And it, it was not an exciting one. What was the building? Um, disregard everything I just said for one slight moment. My first, it was a brief, an, a preview story. Okay. So there was going to be an event happening for small businesses downtown put on by, I believe, the Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And when you do your training, they tell you whatever you do, do not take a photo of a building. Right. They're like, try to get anything else. But a building. And I talked to my writer and they said, we would like a photo of the building. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like this is a trick. I just got uh-huh. hired. This is my first assignment. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and so I said, is there anything else? And they said, no. So I went downtown and it's a boring building, Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. I stood across the street. I felt really <laughs> weird just like wandering around, taking a few photos. <laughs> um, even that assignment, though, I was not excited about it at all. Mm-hmm. And I took the photos and I said, whatever. And then... I was editing them and I had never really edited a photo of just a building. So right. it was kind of cool to like figure out how I liked like play you know, to do that mm-hmm. and add my style to it. Um, and I ended up liking how they turned out and I submitted them. And I remember <laughs> Jacob, the photo lead was like, Maddie, these are good photos, but it's a building. Like that's what we <laughs> told you not to do. And I sent him the screenshot of the writer. So I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, you're like, Wait a minute. They said, <laughs> but yeah, I would say that one was the least exciting one, but mm-hmm. I've done a lot of, a few assignments since of buildings like construction around campus or different um on my own personally i just went to canada this summer and i took a lot of photos of the buildings there Mm -hmm. you feel like you're in europe in some parts oh like montreal and quebec have some old towns and Mm -hmm. old ports and stuff and those buildings it feels like you're in europe and i took a lot of photos of the buildings and i think i probably took more than i would have if i hadn't had the omen experience of Uh like reminding like showing me that yeah. buildings can be cool. <laughs> I have a follow up question. Um, do you ever feel like, cause I know like a lot of photographers, like they feel weird shooting in public. Mm-hmm. Like it could be like a portrait shot, like a building shot. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you ever feel weird? Like with the camera, like in public where you're like taking photos of like buildings or like people? Yeah. Um, I would say it depends. And I think I've definitely gotten more comfortable because of OMN, which mm-hmm. is something I really appreciate because you are allowed to take photos yeah. of anything in public. It's a public space. It's a public space. Mm-hmm. You you are allowed, but you still feel weird sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like maybe models would have a hard time with that too. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I could, you will not catch me in front of the camera. Like <laughs> rarely. Um, props to them. But I think... You just have to remind yourself, like, for one, why is someone judging you? For They probably don't care what sure. you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like you always think you're being watched more than you are just because you're more aware of yourself. But also, even if you are being judged of taking a photo of a building or doing whatever it is, are you ever going to see that person again? And if you do see them again, are they going to be like, you were that weird person taking a photo of a building? And even if they do say that... Well, for one, if it's for OMN, I was getting paid for that. What were you doing that day? You know, but I just think like, I think when it's for a job, I've had a lot more confidence doing it. And then Mm -hmm. if I do things on my own personally, sometimes I think, what would my explanation be if someone was like, what are you doing? And then I think about it and 
if you're taking photos of something for an assignment, mm-hmm. no question about it. Right. Whether it's for school or for your job. So why is it so weird if you personally are creating a photo gallery or you find something in particular, like in public, interesting to take a photo of? Right. You could lie and say it's for something and no one will question you. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's like a stigma that kind of sucks that is still still exists. But mm-hmm. OMN has definitely made me a lot more comfortable taking photos in public and with the like news and journalism training. Right. I went through the writer training as well, just mm-hmm. for captions just kind of helping me know like my rights of yes I can take photos of you if you're in public yeah. because you're choosing to be in a public space. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's respectful to ask permission especially course, in certain situations yeah. but that's another big thing that Omen has like pushed me out of my comfort zone with. Um and I think going to the music scene you can tell with my photos that I've gotten more comfortable. And if you watch me, I know in the beginning, I didn't know the bands that well. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the scene or like the etiquette. And right. so I was still getting to the front of the crowd yeah. and taking photos. But if you see me shoot now, especially if it's for some of the bands I know well, um, a few weekends ago, I was in Portland with this band. I've taken their photos a few times. Mm-hmm. We're like really good friends now. Okay. But it was one of the first times in a while that I had taken their photo. And it was a small bar in Portland. And I in the middle of their song, didn't ask them first, got up on the stage oh. with my fisheye lens and walked up to the drummer and went in between like the toms of uh-huh. the drums and got this wide fisheye shot of him like going crazy going in the song. And then I just like waited till the guitar players were in a different position so mm-hmm. I could then back off. And the crazy thing I started to realize was when you get up in their faces, they love it more. You know, like that was something I was scared of in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But everybody who says it, they were like, when you got on stage with us, (laughs) that was crazy. So that's a really cool thing, too, is when you can know like your subjects more. But yeah, with the music scene specifically, I've gotten very comfortable (laughs) and I will assert myself on the stage even. Well, that's good because it's like it makes your photos better. It Mm -hmm. like makes your relationships better. I think that's that's pretty cool, actually. I think. Yeah, I, I, if I was a drummer, like going ham on the drums, and you just come up with the photo with the uh-huh. camera, I would, I'm going even hard. I'm gonna go even more crazy. So I totally, yeah. I totally feel that. And I think that's something as a photographer you have to realize, like it's your job to get the photo. Mm-hmm. So you do what you have to do. Right. I shot a wedding a year ago, and I remember like leading up to it. It was my first wedding, so I was doing as much research as I could, mm-hmm. and we did like a walkthrough right before the wedding, and right. I was trying to think about where am I gonna be, and like. I remember one of the considerations I was thinking of was who am I blocking when I take this photo? Totally. Yeah. And then I was like, it doesn't matter. Because it's my job. I can stand in the middle of the aisle Mm -hmm. if I need those photos. I can stand in front of the bridesmaids. Like, you always think, like, I don't want to be blocking the photographer. I need to get out of people's way. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, I am the person who's. like solely responsible for getting this ring shot and getting the groom's reaction. Uh I can be wherever I need to be and I can ask people to move if I have to, because you get one shot, especially for a wedding. That's high stakes. Mm -hmm. And you want to capture that moment for them. That's like the biggest thing. And so I think that was kind of funny that that had come into my head. And then I had to retrain myself to realize I am the one who needs to be in the way. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) so So, um, so how else you, you talk about like omens and a lot for you, but how mm-hmm. else is omen like what how else has omen helped you in terms of confidence, photo skills? How else? I'm, I'm genuinely I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. <laughs> um in general, omen has just given me another community like in Oregon, which I feel really comfortable with. I think last year I came in the middle 
um, like I got hired pretty mm-hmm. late, mm-hmm. so I didn't get to fully build relationships. And right. the creative photographer job specifically, I've met so many more people here, and I spend more time up in the bullpen. Right. And I get to like hear about your podcast and hear about <laughs> a lot of things going on where I feel like I can be a part of, which yeah, is totally. really awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of something we didn't touch on already because confidence for sure, and just building my portfolio. Oh yeah. Like making me giving me sports photos mm-hmm. and opportunities and um you get critique the damn chic magazine oh my oh. god <laughs> that has been one of my favorite things being able to do something editorial and to see my work printed has been huge I because bet. i i should but i haven't really printed any of my photography really so when i saw like it physically in a magazine mm-hmm. that was a moment for me that was it's just so cool that we have the resources to do that yeah and like this whole everyone who puts it together we have the editors and the photographers and the directors and seeing this huge thing like fully come together is just really awesome mm-hmm. um i did two years of community college and then i transferred to oregon state right. so i've only been up here a year yeah that's true like in oregon mm-hmm. in general and i found it i feel like i have a lot of friends but I don't have a lot of close friends because it was weird coming up in the middle. You know, most yeah. people come to university after high school. Mm-hmm. So everyone has their dorm experiences yeah. that bond them with mm-hmm. like their dorm roommates or just the people on their hall. And then that translates over into who they're going to be roommates with for following years. Exactly. And they kind of just have this like basis. They went through all the general ed classes together. Mm-hmm. So even if they're not the same major, they were intermixed with more people. Yeah. Whereas I came in doing mostly my major classes right. and I came in and the middle so it felt like everybody kind of already had their groups yeah and everyone's welcoming but you just know they're closer to other people yeah, yeah okay mm-hmm. and so that was a big thing where the music scene and omn specifically just kind of threw me into a group that was very like welcoming very accepting mm-hmm. especially of creative things yeah like my totally. hometown i would say wasn't very open to being different really it was like you're on the sports team, you're cool in high school. And I feel like we didn't have a lot of other options mm-hmm. where when I came here, the music scene is not only supportive of the bands and they were, I was surprised at how supportive they were of me as a photographer and how many people in the crowd would come up to speak to me even yeah. after the show. But then there's um, art sales that they'll do before the show oh, where yeah. local artists can sell their jewelry, their paintings, mm-hmm. people will sell clothes that they thrift. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who started off doing that. And now there's a whole um, TSA Vintage is a whole store yeah. downtown full of clothing. It's just like 20 year olds who really like clothes mm-hmm. who came together and would, you know, randomly sell clothes just like how all these artists are doing. Yeah. And now they have a, a store in downtown Corvallis. Like mm-hmm. that stuff wasn't as, as much it just wasn't supported, I would say, right. in my hometown. So coming here and just seeing, like, it doesn't matter what your niche is, like, what your hobby or what your interests are. Mm-hmm. It's everyone is just like, you should do that. Like, do it more. Why yeah. aren't you doing it? Exactly. I've had people ask me, like, why are you not just, like, jumping into photography more than you already are? Because mm-hmm. I'm a kinesiology major. <laughs> like, we sit in these meetings and everyone goes through their major and it's graphic design and digital media and photography. And then it comes to me and I'm like, well, I'm a kinesiology major, <laughs> but I love photography. Like, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, we're, we're glad you're here. We're very glad you're here. Thank you. And, uh, I'm glad so I'm one, here. One last question for you. What would you say to someone who wants to like work at OMN as a photographer, but like they're scared, they don't know where to start. 
Like, what are some words of wisdom you'd say to them? I would say in general, buy a camera. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can use your phone. Yeah. There's photo editing apps. But I think just you just have to start doing it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's like if you get the job or you don't or you just need to start taking photos. Yeah. That's it. Force your roommates to be your models. <laughs> Take photos when you go on trips. Like when you walk to class, carry mm -hmm. your phone or a tiny little camera and just force yourself to pick out three different things on your 10 minute walk to class. Mm -hmm. If you just start taking photos, I think it kind of just falls into place after that. And another big thing that I think is very underrated is editing. Oh, I bet. I think editing makes the photographer. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter what camera you have. It doesn't matter how good you are understanding the mechanics of the camera mm -hmm. and like the settings. Yeah. It's good to know. But when you edit, that's when it becomes your art. Right. That's when you put your own like style on it. What kind of you like colors do you like for the certain like vibe you're going for? Mm -hmm. How do you accentuate the parts of the photo that you are appreciating so we can see it through your eyes? Right. Um, and I think editing is that's just how you personalize it. And that's what gets me excited about it. I take photos and it's fun to take the photos in the moment. Yeah. But. I would say nine times out of 10, I can stay up late taking photos at a show or get back from a game late. It can be, I'm, I can be so tired. My eyes like don't want to stay open. I have to start editing. Like I am there. so excited <laughs> that I have to start. I probably won't finish, but I just have to start because that's when it comes to life. And so I think, yeah, take pictures of anything. Challenge yourself to make like your apartment or your dorm room look cool in a photo mm -hmm. or just appreciate the small things that you notice that other people might not. And I think that's what gets you excited and inspires you. And that's what will like show in your portfolio for sure. And working at OMN, I think everyone needs to do it. I remember <laughs> I was kind of hesitant thinking like, do I want another job? And it has just added to my experience being here so much, just meeting people, building my portfolio getting me out of my comfort zone with photography, but also just in general. Yeah. And when you're surrounded by creative people, you're just more inspired and you get like such cool ideas. Everyone can just bounce off of each other. Mm -hmm. And I think it just, it's just very, that's what I'm looking for. It's really refreshing right. to be like surrounded by that for sure. <laughs> so honestly, not to quote Nike, but just do it. <laughs> That's that's the moral of the story is it's a full send spontaneity. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> all right, Maddie. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. It really means a ton. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. Yes. And uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you guys all the next week or whenever the next episode is for uh, Why Do You Write?